literary fans and welcome to episode 124 of Jeff Reads His Book. I'm your host Jeff and today we're reading the epilogue of Powerless, a book I wrote in a month. So if you want to get in touch with me, head on over to jeffreadshisbook.com. Right there, there's three ways to contact me. We'll talk about them at the end of the show. But more importantly, and I am really begging for that this time, you know what I mean? You guys need to buy a copy of one of these terrible books I wrote. That's right. You can get paper or ebook copies of Bringing Balance or Offworlder. And those two books shoehorn the book we're reading today. Shoehorn? No. Um, Bookend? Ha! (laughs) The book we're reading today, which is powerless. And it's the epilogue. Oh, my God. How's everybody out there doing today? Uh, This is a momentous occasion because... It is the epilogue of um, Powerless, which means I'm out of books, right? Well, I mean, I'm not exactly out of books. We're out of the Sandhill Mages Chronicles books, (laughs) whatever it's called. But uh, we're at the end of that series, it seems like. I suppose there could be a sequel to Homecoming. Uh, I don't see that happening anytime soon, though, but... Yeah, it's kind of a bummer, I guess. I mean, uh, I wrote down in my notes here, what's next? And I honestly don't know. So I don't want to end the podcast, but this is like a lot of work to keep this podcast going. I mean, (laughs) what the hell? Uh, The only thing I can think of is I could reread Bringing Balance because then we'd be kind of like in order. But and that's the first book I wrote that. Oh, my God, like 10 years ago now, I think. Is that a 2011 book? Wow, that's fucked up. Am I right? Ah, yeah, that'd be kind of screwed up to read that, I feel like. But, I mean, not all bad. I I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? Write it to the show. Go to jeffreadsbook.com. Tell me what I should do. But I'm out of books. I did write one other book um, about co-ed soccer, but I don't think I'm going to read that one on the air. It has like seven chapters. It's really bad. It's really bad because I like to scribe soccer games during it. And um, yeah, it doesn't turn out well. (laughs) I can't even imagine trying to read it. I mean, it must be. I've never read it. So that tells you something. And the books I have read saying that these are better. So there's just no way. I'm just not reading that book. I mean, it's just so bad. I mean, I guess I could go back and look at it. Maybe it's not that bad. But I mean, what? Most people, I assume, tune into this not just because it's a book I wrote that's poorly written and doesn't have a plot that's any good or has a lot of typos or they think my... What was I going to say? Does anybody remember where I was going with this? What I'm saying here is uh, I think a lot of people tune in for the high fantasy of my novels, right? Uh, I mean, it combines like office life with the exciting world of occasionally using magic. You know how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. And a work uh, romance. Yeah, let's not forget that. That's important to keep in there. So, I don't know. I feel like that one wouldn't get the same uh, listenership, which is almost nil. But, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> okay. 
So, like I said, today we're reading the epilogue. It's 25 lines long, so pretty fucking short. This is going to be like a 12-minute podcast today, is my guess. Um, All I have written down is it's sad. Aw, we're going to be sad at the end of it, I think. But what are you going to do? I mean, this is like the... I mean, this book is meant to chronicle the breakup of Henry and Margot, right? Yeah. So, and then bringing balance is, uh, well, if you haven't listened to the early episodes, you don't know. So I won't say, because what if I read that book again? Oh my God, I might. I don't know. I have to think about it. It's a tough call, but that's in the future. So for now, why don't we dive in to the epilogue? So for today's episode, I am sipping on a small glass. It's not that small. A glass of ancient age Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. And I bought it today because the uh, old whiskey barrel here in the basement was getting empty again. And it was just time to fill it up. So I saved myself a little bit of a glass. And uh, yeah, we're going to sip on that while we read these 25 lines. You know what I mean? Hmm. You know, I know I've said that... um, Well, I've said that I like Ancient Age. And I find it interesting because... It's definitely like bottom shelf whiskey in the sense that it's on the bottom shelf and it's cheap as dirt, right? But it is still straight bourbon. So I don't know. It's pretty fucking good. I don't know what else to say about it. Even neat doesn't do bad. Yeah. I think it really mellows out in that barrel though. Real nice. Yeah. And the reason it wasn't in there last time I drank from the barrel was just that it seemed to be out in the state. Like they didn't have any in Ohio. Wicked bummer, but yeah, we're sipping it now. It's hard, man. I might say this is one of my favorites now. That is pretty screwed up saying something like that. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Right into the show, jeffreesonsbook.com. Okay, why don't we do this, huh? Let's um, uh, open the file, which I didn't do yet. Okay, okay. Why do I have all these windows open? God damn it. Here we go. Epilogue. Here are my keys, Henry said, pulling them from his pocket. You know, in the world of magic, I pictured the keys being on, like, some sort of, like, giant, like, three-and-a-half-inch iron ring, and they'd be, like, the two-inch-long keys, and... Well, that makes it sound like two-inch-long keys don't occur anymore, but my fucking Honda has one. It's goddamn humongous. The only good thing about the giant Honda key, though, is that you can, like... Tuck it into your shorts when you don't have any, uh, like, uh, pockets. And it'll just, like, sit against your skin and your waistband. It's nice. Ah. Here are my keys, Henry said, pulling them from his pocket. You're welcome to anything I left inside. Where are you going, Janie asked. You can walk back through the world of... You can walk back through to the world of science tonight. I'm spending the night at the Surly Swine, he said. I plan to leave at dawn. Don't go, Pauline said, crying and wrapping her arms around his neck. Ow, he said as he hugged her back. His neck wound felt awful. Everybody remember the neck wound? Yay, that's fun. I think I'm done here, he said, smiling at her. You don't have to make this decision so suddenly, Janie said. Henry hesitated, but explained, I I think it's been a long time coming. I'm tired and unhappy, 
And I lost the most important thing keeping me here. Aww, it's Margo. Oh, so sad. The two women looked at him silently. He swore he saw a tear on Janie's face. Maybe she killed a man and then went to prison. Am I right? Is that how those work? If you know how the tear tattoos work, write it to the show, jeffreadsbook.com. <laughs> um, uh, he started to turn when Janie asked, You'll come back to visit, right? He thought about coming back to see Janie, who he loved dearly as a friend. I don't know, last chapter was getting a little close there. Um, yeah, he gr- she grounded him in this world. What, you mean like, I know what it means. I was going to make like a grounded joke, but I feel like I'm making too many jokes for a goddamn 25 line chapter. <laughs> Two women, blah, blah, blah. She grounded him in this world and he would miss getting her take on everything they experienced. Goddamn, that spelled wrong. She had always stood by him and he knew he couldn't say goodbye forever. But he couldn't come here again. He was desperately in love with Margot, and seeing her one more time might break him. Aww. Especially if her face wore that same look of disdain and disgust when they met again. She hurt to think about. Can't end a sentence on a preposition. And he knew he wouldn't be able to come back here again. We'll have to see what the future brings, he said, forcing a smile and trying to sound like that's like a major statement. Henry opened the front door to the house and started off towards Sandhill in the darkness alone. And that ends the epilogue and Powerless, a book I wrote in a month. So what did I tell you? We read the epilogue in like five minutes, and that was with me trying to speak as slowly as possible, which is very difficult for me. I'm a I'm a masshole by birth, so I do speak at like a million miles an hour usually. And I don't pronunciate, and whiskey doesn't help. But uh, yeah, I barely had what? Any sips? God damn. I don't know. What did you guys think of that ending, of that whole book, right? I feel like the epilogue was very quick, kind of shoehorned. I guess I didn't want like a denouement, right? We just wanted to wrap this book up with like a a hard cut. I kind of think that does make sense. Um, uh, I don't know. Does it? It's fine. How about this? I feel like their last adventure, that Henry and Margot's last adventure, like it didn't seem to end in like as catastrophic a way as I had hoped. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he had to stand near some freaking dirty open sewer water. And don't get me wrong, that does suck. But and Margot got tired and he helped her home. It wasn't like... I don't know, it was missing something. They should have had like a big blow up in a fight and then gone home, right? And then that's when they have one more blow up and fight and then the book ends. I I feel like that should have happened on the road in front of people. So I think they're kind of being nice to each other at the end of that adventure. It didn't fit well with like the whole, how are we going to wrap this up? I don't know. That's just my opinion. 
uh, it's not great. It's not great. But you could see Henry being, you know, delightfully unreasonable and just moving away. <laughs> well, I'm done here. Margot broke up with me. <laughs> Fuck this place. And then, um, yeah, it's a bummer we don't get to see Margot in the epilogue. She's kind of, I think I've pointed out my favorite character in these books, which eh, comes and goes. She does um, annoy the shit out of me, too. Don't get me wrong. None, none of these characters are great. They're all actually pretty bad now that I think about it. Hmm. Maybe Erin in Bring Balance? She seems fine. <laughs> that might be the only one, though. I'm not real sure, huh? Eh, I don't know. I feel like, uh, so he's going back to the world of science, and, you know, that's great. I, I think a fun book would be like Henry going back to the world of science after he and Margot were back together. So I guess like a sequel to Homecoming, that'd be kind of a neat idea, you know. I don't think it'd be that fun. Like, you know, Margot spent all her life in the world of magic. I, well, at least that's inferred, right? Her family's all big, 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 big boppers there. <laughs> and uh, so, I mean, there's no reason to say she would have come to the world of science to like, I don't know, get an associate's degree in, help me out here, help me out here, uh, creative writing. Okay, so there's no reason to think she got her associates in creative writing, but um, she might have, I suppose. I feel like, though, Margot is the, I don't know, I don't know if it's been played off that way, but she doesn't seem to get surprised or anything usually. So you'd lose that excitement of seeing what an automobile is or something like that. She would be, or a cell phone. I don't know. What's impressive about today? I guess cars are impressive, you know what I mean? I feel like if you were to show somebody a cell phone who's never seen one before, they would kind of shrug and be like, I guess that's fine. Because <laughs> it's really, wow, it's really not. You know, I mean, Jetson's cars, that would have been bitching, right? A flying car that fits in a suitcase. Instead, uh, my work can pester me while I'm out to dinner. Wow, that's great. Yeah, that's progress, folks. But uh, I, I think Margot wouldn't be a good character to draw into the world of science just because she wouldn't be impressed by anything. I, I don't know. But maybe. We'd have to see. We could see. Yeah. Uh, it'd be fun, though. I guess that's an idea, but I'm not... I don't know that I'll write one, write that book. Uh, ugh, ugh. Ugh. I don't know what it would be. Yeah, um, what else? What else about this chapter? I mean, it wraps up. So we know what happens. They break up. Henry goes to the world of science and becomes a database administrator, which might be one of the more exciting jobs one can get. Am I right? Am I right, folks? I don't know. He might have that associate's degree in information technology. That's true. I feel like I'm bad-mouthing associate's degrees. So my bad. That's not a bad thing. Um... Yeah, if you got an associate's degree in a job, well, you're doing better than old Jeff here. <laughs> mm. Okay, why don't we do a discussion question? All right, 25 lines, you guys got to give me a break. I'll do two. You know what, we'll do two. All right, first question. All right, this one's exciting. All right, so Henry, in response to Margot breaking up with him, is moving to literally a different world. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
Um, have you ever moved away due to a breakup? Hmm? Hmm? And I don't mean like out of the apartment. That's kind of boring. Well, of course you did. Well, all right. Maybe not, of course, but you probably did. Even though your name's on the lease. I don't know. I, wait, wait, I don't know these things. Um, have you ever done that to like move away to another city because of a breakup? That's exciting. That's like a big move. You know what I mean? Um, I can honestly say I have not. Uh, I met the lovely Lara while I was a student in college, living in a dormitory. You know what I mean? And then we ended up married a short, I don't know. It was, it was briefly after we first met that we got married. Am I right? Lovely Lara, right into the show. Jeffreyeatsbook.com. So I don't really have the uh, life experience as like a rent paying adult to describe breaking up with someone and then moving away, that seems insane. Now, Henry does have something going for him. He effectively quit his job at the same time he broke up with Margot, right? So I guess that clears up like, you know, two strings. So now you have no strings attached. I feel like I'm fucking up metaphors today, but all right, you know what I mean. So he doesn't have anything holding him there, except Janie seems nice, but, eh, you know, he's moving away. And uh, he's going to the world of science and to wherever he came into the world of magic from the world of science. Does anybody remember? It's in Bring Balance, I bet, right into the show. The only thing I can remember is I think he's from upstate New York, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Have you ever done that? Okay. Second discussion question. Question two. What should I do next for this podcast? Come on. You guys have to write into the show for this fucking thing. All right. So in your book discussion group, when you're discussing these questions that I've, you know, present each week, uh, I want the like 12 of you to come up with a consensus in your, your group. I don't mean in all the groups, your group, and then write into the show with your group's consensus of what I should do. Yeah, yeah, of your book discussion group. And let me know. I think we got some options here. I could reread Bringing Balance. That would be kind of fun, I feel like. I don't think we're going to go through all the books, but Bringing Balance was so long ago. In podcast years and in, like, when I wrote it, God knows how long ago that was. Uh, So that could be fun to reread that, I suppose. I could go back through the note. I have all the podcast notes, so we could discuss the discussion questions that were originally presented. That's an idea. I mean, that's fine. Uh, You could tell me I need to write another book, like in the month of January, which I think I'll push back on. (laughs) I'm pretty tired of writing books, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. If you got a better idea, though, write into the show. Go over to jeffreadsbook.com. Right there. Three ways to contact me. Uh, You can hit me up. Email jeff at rainbow-100.com. You can hit me up on Twitter at Fortran Jeff. And you can hit me up on Mastodon at Jeff at toot.rainbow-100.com. I'm really trying to stretch this out. We're approaching 20 minutes. That's pretty good for a podcast where the chapter we read was 25 lines. That's fucking crazy, isn't it? I don't know. That about wraps it up. Um, I got a meeting tonight. Uh, It's a Wednesday, so I'm going to go look through 
meeting stuff. That meeting stuff kind of thing is ending too. Uh, that's nice. I mean, that really is nice. Thank God. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. Nothing else to really say. Um, Powerless, that was a fun book, right? What do you guys think? Please write into the show. Tell me what you thought of Powerless. Um, I felt like it didn't have the gravitas of like an uh, off-worlder. Or, uh, you know what? Uh, which ones are the best books at this point? Okay, we've read the four books in the Sandhill Mages Chronicles series or whatever. What are the best books? Which ones? Maybe we'll have to talk about that next time. And until next time, keep on reading! Mm-hmm.